You are listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Can't tell you what the maze done did or the fish I done seen because it might leave you traumatized but you might not believe because you used to fairy tales to sell good records on- Hello and thanks for listening. This is Marjorie Alford on the line with Chicago rapper Juice Maisley. How are you guys? So, like many artists, you heavily showcase where you're from in your lyrics. How do you feel living and being from Chicago has shaped you? I feel that, you know, being from Chicago gives you an advantage because our city is full of, you know, so much life. I say that all the time. Our city is full of experiences, good and bad. So as an artist, you have an advantage because, you know, life is content. So you have a lot of content and that's your advantage, I think, being from Chicago. That is a great way to put it. Chicago has a long history of social and political tension. You've even penned the lyrics, you say I'm talking politics, I say I'm talking true issues. How have the events of the summer of 2020 affected you? I think for me, you know, as far as like, I think I've been living in it actually, you know, I think throughout my whole life. So for me, I think that it's been showcased, you know, it's been broadcasted for the world, I guess. So I think for me, I've just been kind of living in this truth, you know, my whole life. And now it's sort of broadcasted. So it's it's sort of like seeing a prophecy come to life. Okay, so I was 16 years old when I lost my mom. And, you know, for most, you know, kids at that time, you're still um, trying to get a grasp on who you are. And I think that for me, you know, her death kind of motivated my path because I was not a musician, you know, going into um, high school or anything like that. I had aspirations to actually be an athlete, you know, a basketball player. And, you know, through high school, I kind of fell in love with music and built this, you know, this hunger to, you know, be more into hip hop and dissect myself into it. And I completely, you know, quit the basketball team and I just, you know, I went right out for it. And Nobody in my household really understood, you know, what I was doing besides my mom. And so I think I reassured myself that, you know, what I was doing was, you know, done with good intention. Is I never check on my Harley, he was depressed. But feelings don't make you hear voices exactly the opposite, almost seem more compressed. First pain was so deep that I must confess, I couldn't get up in the morning less. I had a backward of some of that good, and plus me a cup of the pink pro meth. Nothing short of a miracle, once the left. It told me apart, man, I wanted death. Got nothing to live for on this earth since your birth. Then tell me what you gon' start climbing next. I swear that this life, it is a mess. But it's gon' move on and we all progress. Gotta check on your folks, man, I try my best. Better check on your folks, man, I try my best. You are a self-described mental health advocate. How does that show up in your life and in your music? Well, it showed up in my life because I think um, I was kind of pushed right into it, you know. Um, Unfortunately, I've you know, lost three friends of my own 
to, um, you know, completion of suicide. And so for me, I think that, you know, it kind of just, I, I really didn't have a choice, but I, I was able to, you know, find purpose in that, I would say, you know, I think that, you know, how it translates into my life is that, um, so immediately after I lost my friend Paul, you know, his oldest sister was, you know, working on building a foundation that's a non for profit. It's called the Reginald and Paul Sewell Foundation. And I work, you know, hand to hand with these guys as far as events and just advocating and, you know, everything that, you know, the that their organization requires. And I also work with um Hope for the Day. Hope for the Day Chicago. And I did a lot of advocacy with them and a lot of outreach right before COVID, you know, came into play. So, yes, like, I mean, well, it's important, I think, just for like, you know, for for all of us. I think we're coming into a time where, you know, mental health wasn't a big conversation. It wasn't a, you know, a national conversation. And now we're in a time where that's changing and it's becoming a norm. And so I think for everybody, like it's starting to be more of a norm and that's good because it'll build healthier conversations and healthier solutions, you know? Absolutely agree. And that's what we want is healthier conversations and healthier solutions. Yes. Feelings are valid. We hope you take better options. I mean, you know, (laughs) like, I feel like, I always tell people too that like, you know, when you, when you discuss the importance of mental health, you you should actually discuss, you know, the importance of overall health because, you know, our mind or our bodies follow what the mind tells it to do. And so for me, I think it's very important that we make sure our mentals are together. So the rest of the body follows. Absolutely. So you mentioned quitting basketball to trade off for music, but do you have any other creative outlets you like to dabble in? Um, well, <laughs> I think right now, like a hobby of mine, you know, just my in my day to day is just I've, I've been cooking a lot. So I think for me, just hobbies that I've been picking up is like cooking. I think it's therapeutic for me. So besides, you know, just music and other things like that, I think it's just kind of building my culinary skills. Absolutely. I think that's a really awesome point. We haven't seen new music from you in a couple years, but now you've just released the single Crown. What got you recording music again? Um, For me, I, well, personally, I was always like sort of recording music, but I took time this time instead of like, um, I guess, rushing the content. You know, before I think that I was in a space where I was young and I just wanted to get, you know, my story and my content out. And then I kind of drew back, like, because I experienced certain things in my personal life. You know, I, I I took certain steps in my personal life. And sometimes I feel like I told you, you know, life is your content. Life is what you, you know, put into your music. And so for me, I think I had to step back for a while and just live and then, you know, create the content as I go. Absolutely. It's so much more important to create the content that's worth creating as opposed to just making for the sake of making. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I've learned to be more of a quality over quantity type of person. I think that it works either way, though. You know, some you have some artists that, you know, have the idea of where 
if they record a hundred songs, maybe twenty five of them will be really good hits, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a nice idea to follow too. But I feel like for me, I'd rather take my time. And if I have twenty five songs, I want to make sure they're all good. Is there anything we haven't covered that you would like listeners to know about you or your music? I think, you know, I just want people to support, you know. I think that what I'm trying to do with my music is tell stories that, like, they're untold stories, right? Stories that, you know, there's tales of our city. they are tales of our loved ones. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for not just myself with, with these lyrics and these songs. And so for I guess for me, I'm just, you know, I want the people to know that I'm here for the support, like, you know, for the whole support system of it all, because I'm just telling stories that I feel like, you know, need to be told, speaking for voices, you know, for people who don't have these voices. So. folks who maybe want to break into this but are too scared to start writing and recording their own music yes i definitely have advice for that i would say you know just be inspired and be encouraged because that's you know where it starts i feel like you know sometimes you you have the writer that is is you know they're thinking about jumping into it and they just don't know you know how quite to go about it and i think that the first thing that you know fuels this is to be encouraged and to be inspired by something so you know if it's you if if it's music and you're you know you're you're trying to build a craft towards it but you're not quite ready to you know jump out the plane with it i feel like the first thing for you to do is just to be encouraged and to believe in yourself because that's literally how it started for me i was an athlete and i remember times where i would just be in basketball practice but I had my mind set on, you know, lyrics where I might have been going over lyrics in my head instead of actually paying attention to the plays. So I think for me, that is one big thing that I would tell, you know, other aspiring artists that are just not, you know, they're not just there yet or just not ready yet is to be encouraged and, you know, to actually pursue that. Feed the hunger that you you have towards this because it'll it'll create beautiful opportunities. This has been Marjorie Alford talking with Juice Mazely here for Chirp Radio. Thank you all so much for listening. All righty, guys. Thank you. So I be thinking about the future, but I live in here now. It's recommend for every loved one who ain't here with me now. Could never speak to them again. I hope you're hearing me now. I told the story of my life in front of you. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find this and more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.